And what's going on, guys? Welcome to the Pocket Coach Podcast. I'm your host, Kieran Headley. And this podcast is about my journey of going from anxiety, diagnosed depression, and panic attacks to a place where I can call calm and confident in a very sustainable way. And I've been successful and blessed in the opportunity of helping over 50 people to successfully do a very similar journey. So uh, with that being said, this is a very free, very free, it is free, and zero cost platform for people who are seeking insights around you know, overthinking and, um, and mindfulness, scientific data surrounding these ideas of understanding mind for, for completely free and in a very ideally digestible way. So today I'm going to share a little story that was a moment that actually changed my life and it was a year where I met 730 people. Yes, 730 people and it changed my life. Why would I meet 730 people? Why would I do that? And that's such a weird idea. <laughs> and why 730? Well, there's 365 days in a year on average and times that by two. And that's 730. In other words, I met two people every day. And when I say I met two people, I mean I got to know two people every day. Now, of course, there were days when this didn't happen exactly, but in total over the year, I met more than and got to know more than 730 people. Why would I do that? Here's why. In 2016, I remember I was I, I was just at a point where I was so sick of feeling so insecure in my life. I was so sick of being overcome by the weakness of my mind and by the conditionings that I'd built up over the years that were preventing me from living the life that I knew I was capable of living. I knew that there was more to this life that I hadn't quite accessed. I knew that there was so much more I could do with my life and I just didn't feel like I could do it. There was just this limiting thing within myself. It was so frustrating to the point where I remember it so clearly. I wrote down on my yearly goals because I was doing yearly goals at that point in my life already. Which I I'm actually very amazed by when I think about it because I wasn't really in a good place, I suppose. I wasn't in a great place. I was still trying to figure out this depression thing and the anxiety thing. I wrote down in one of my goals, you know what? I'm just going to meet two people every day. Like I was just so sick of it to the point where the pain that this this insecurity of what people thought of me all the time, of not being able to meet people or just introduce myself or even talk to girls because I was so scared of girls, that pain of that insecurity caused me more pain than the level of resistance that I felt to meeting people. So in other words, the pain outweighed of that problem outweighed the pain of the insecurity. And obviously when that tipping point occurred, it was only a natural progression that I shifted my attention to actually starting to take action on that insecurity, right? Because at the end of the day, if the pain of change is greater than the pain of staying the same, I will not change. But if the pain of staying the same becomes greater than the pain of the change, I will naturally tend to lean toward change. Now, this is obviously a great strategy if done consciously to help one to get motivated and disciplined in order to take the steps required to create change. However, there are many other much better, in my opinion, steps that one can take to actually consciously do that. And, you know, these are those we shared in um, future podcasts. But um, this is a step that I used a little bit more unconsciously at the time to help me to overcome this big insecurity I was carrying. Now, this year of 2017, as we walked into it, was definitely life changing. I tackled this one head on. I was coming into it after a festival. It's called Rhythm and Vines. <laughs> it was the only time I went to that festival. Don't think I'll ever go again. <laughs> I'm not really much of a festival guy anymore anyway. But I was, you know, in post-festival depression 
And I decided, I think I started, I must have, I think, did I start on day one? Nah, did I? I can't remember now, but um, I know I definitely started in day two of 2017 and it was by any means necessary. Now, what I ended up doing is initially, because I was a personal trainer at a gym called Les Mills, it was at Les Mills Takapuna for those that are in Auckland, I was a personal trainer there. And what I started to do is I started to meet people at, at the gym. So that was my initial step. And this step was a great step to build the confidence to go and do more right now this is a natural progression of moving through an insecurity or fear based concern is what is maybe like a 20% increase or a 30% 40% increase to where I'm at currently do that then I can go 10, 20, 30, 40% more. Then I can go 10, 20, 30, 40% more, right? And it's just slowly incrementally getting better and better at executing on the thing that previously I was fully avoiding. So because this was such a big promise to myself and I was so attuned to the fact that if I betrayed my own self word to myself, I was also betraying myself and therefore I was betraying my trust, my integrity, and therefore I was quite literally just betraying myself overall, which is going to decrease how much I respect myself. And if I don't respect myself I'm not gonna have any confidence myself if I don't have any confidence myself just not gonna feel good about myself that's just contributing to the depression that I already have why would I do that right so ultimately I took this promise to myself very seriously because I had quite a few goals for that year and you know a lot of them actually were very ridiculous I really like know that I think I have my goals somewhere I'll find them some other time but my 2017 goals were just insane that's for another time but the point being is this was the most important one for me because I knew the benefits that it would bring now I'll share exactly what I started doing what it did for me and the results that I got from it. As I started to take those steps of meeting new people in the gym and the steps just for those that are interested in what I would say, because you know I know that people like information on you know tactics, you wanna call it that, is I'd see someone doing, for example, a shoulder press and I'll be like, oh mate, how's training going today? You know, and I was, you know, in the in the bench next to him or in the seat next to him and, you know, I'd start that conversation that way. Or I'd see someone lifting really heavy and I'd be like, man, that's a really good lift. Well done. You know, or like, you know, I'd, I'd encourage them more. Um, you know, I'd start a conversation around something that we had familiar ground in which made it a lot easier, right? And then of course, because I was a personal trainer at the gym, there would be a, a much greater comfort level and I would find familiar ground or common ground in some shape or form and I'd do it that way. And basically because of my diary, I would write down certain task lists. Like I'd have my five steps or critical tasks that I had to get done that day. Every single day I would write down, meet two new people. And in order for me to complete that task list, I would always have to meet two new people. So if by the end of the day, it would get really late, like literally 9 p.m. and the gym was about to close. You know, I hadn't met like my second person yet. Uh, I just forced myself to somehow do it. And, you know, it got to a point where sometimes I literally didn't have any other opportunity but to be at the, when I was going at the supermarket late at night to go and actually talk to someone because otherwise I wouldn't fulfill my task list. There were times when depression would really hit me and I'd become so unmotivated that I'd just completely give up. And what I'd do is I'd make it up the next day or I'd make it up two days later. And no matter what, I would get to the end of the week and I would have completed over 14 people of new people I had met, gotten to know their names, and actually had a conversation with him. And what I started to do is I made a rule after a certain amount of time that I wasn't allowed, allowed to actually count the people that I met at the gym because it was too easy. It got so easy because I was doing it so much to the point where it actually was unreasonable for me to be insecure for, to talking to people at the gym. And not only did I get to know so many people that it built my business, um, my fitness business so, so massively, so quickly, and I grew really quickly, 
um, in that sense. But I became so confident that I actually started talking to girls. I couldn't believe the progression. I like I would be, I'd be able to go up to a girl that I thought was attractive in the gym and start talking to them, right? Like again, I'd be able to find that common ground and I'd be able to do that. And I was just so amazed at the progression that I'd made based on the fact that I decided to actually, based on the fact that I was doing repetitions, I was able to get over this fear that I'd originally had around entering conversations because previously I was so concerned about what others thought of me. And this was really serving me in that sense. Now, like like I said, I was you know meeting people at the supermarket. I'd meet people at cafes. I'd meet people on the street. But essentially, I'd just literally start conversations with people. So I'd see someone, you know, if I was in a cafe and I'd see them on their laptop, I'd start a conversation around, um, "How's work going today?" You know, because um, I'd maybe be there on my laptop too, or I'd be in line to get coffee, and I'll be like, "How's your day going?" Just a general conversation, or um, like, or just a general comment, like, "Oh man, I need my coffee today." Eh? <laughs> and I'd just bring up something that we had common ground with, and this was my main strategy. And sometimes the simplest way is just literally the simple question of, "How's your How's your day going? How's it all going?" I mean, most people, ninety nine percent of people, aren't going to say, "Don't talk to me, man. Go away." <laughs> Um, in fact, actually much less than 1% would ever say that. I don't think I've ever had that. Um, and I've met a lot of people, clearly more than 100 people, <laughs> especially in just that year alone. Now, you know, a lot of people would just simply go, yeah, pretty good, how's yours? And then we'd have a conversation because they responded with a question, right? But then, you know, you get the occasional person that would just go, yeah, okay. And they'll be like, okay. And then I'll move on. And that was it. And I took, I didn't take it personally. Why? Because I did so many repetitions to the point where I recognized that people have bad days just like me. Wow. Other people are like human too. I'm human too. Oh my God. <laughs> We're all human. Oh my God. We all have bad days. Oh my God. We all have days where we don't want to talk to people. Wow. Amazing. Such a great insight, such a great breakthrough. And I got to see that firsthand, which was a big breakthrough for me because yes, we know that on the surface level, but to actually experience it firsthand by facing that myself was a big breakthrough in my life that helped me in ways that I can't even express in words because it was an experience. And you know, words are very limiting and language is very limiting. But and there goes one light, the second light will go soon. So this is essentially what I got out of those 730 people is I learned how to not judge myself as much, I learned how to maintain a self-promise for an entire year to the point where I built a massive amount of self-trust and self-respect for myself to the point where my confidence went through the roof to the highest point it had been in my entire life up until that point in my life and you know exceeded all expectations of where my confidence would be because my experience of confidence had never been to that level before. So I exceeded my expectations because I couldn't fathom where confidence could go before up until that point because it wasn't within my experience. And I also got the ability to actually finally talk to girls. Like I could actually approach a woman without having consumed massive amounts of alcohol to the point where I was completely trolleyed and sloshed to the point where I didn't even know what I was doing and then I would even forget the night and forget I even talked to a girl <laughs> right I could I was very coherent about all this and I was able to actually get through a big fear of mine and then also as well I met amazing people and I built my business bigger than it ever been and I uh, made a lot of amazing friends that I never otherwise would have made so there were so many things that I got from this but ultimately the biggest lesson that I got was if I have something that is holding me back lean into it. And I mean, it's very straightforward to say, it's very easy to hear, but it's not very easy to implement. And oftentimes we like, I know for myself and I know from, you know, many conversations that I've had, many of us, including myself, will often think that we're leaning into the thing that we're fearful of, but often 
are not because the mind is a smart little bugger that likes to trick us into believing that we're actually doing the work when often we are not. And so I want to use this as an opportunity to just instigate the insight of am I doing what's required in order for me to lean into my current limitations that are holding me back in my life. And something I started doing after that was just simply doing one scary thing every day, one thing to push myself every day, one bold move every day. And this was something I started building up over time and I started building momentum in it. And it built me, honestly, what this was one of the big things that built me into the man I am today, who is one that doesn't suffer anxiety and depression anymore, even though I was diagnosed with that. So, you know, it's an amazing weapon, tool, whatever you want to call it, to build a life that is a life of self-control and self-cultivated joy, self-cultivated confidence. Anyway, I hope that was an interesting story of some sort. If you got anything out of it, that would be amazing if you could share it or leave a review or even subscribe. Okay, bye, ciao, love you, cheers.